Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema. And how are you doing today, Michael? Uh, who cares? Ask our guest. I'm so excited to have her here. Oh, yes, we have a guest today. But Michael, before we introduce the guest, yeah. do you know why we have a guest? It is a musical movie, and she is a musical genius who used to work in Dollywood. Ah, yes, indeed. Sorry, go on there. So (laughs) not only is she a musical genius, as you say, and worked in Dollywood and danced with Dolly Parton. Of course. Okay. Having said all that. I've heard her at karaoke. She's also praise team queen. I mean, she is a praise team participant. She is, but for the enemy. Oh, that's true. The she other church. Sing at our church. <sighs> not in our praise she team. She works at our church. And as our praise team leader. And sings at another church. I'm not sure how that works out. It'd be like me you know being why? the pastor of this church. We can't afford her. This is true because she is we the praise team We can't afford her. Queen. She's that good. Well, with that buildup, we have with us today the lovely, the amazing, the talented Alicia Crespo. Thank you. Good, good morning. I, I've done a little more than danced at Dollywood. Oh, she's going with the resume. I, I Bring have, it. you know. Okay, here I, it comes. Well, I, it I comes. do have a degree in music, and mm. and I sang with the Nashville Opera and the Symphony Chorus. Go. Does Nashville have an opera? Nashville has a really good opera. I bet yeah. there's a country music behind it. Uh, <laughs> little twang. No. Little twang. <laughs> little twang. Soprano yeah. with the twang. No. And and then I've worked, I've worked here, and I actually helped start the praise team here there we go she did it yeah. and now years ago she's on the enemy praise team we need to have a throwdown circuit <laughs> praise team competition and we could call it praise this praise this <laughs> oh my that was pretty different. good it's a little different than the movie though. that was a little segue that was our segue, segue. Was our today segue. we are doing a movie yeah. that this way now let's hear about let's hear this now peacock the streaming service of nbc yeah. you know they reached out to us I love it. I can't believe they so reached nice out to us. And they said, hey, we got this movie called Praise This. And this movie is, it's not even out. We're, we got to see it before it came we out. We got a preview. And they even wanted us to do the podcast before it came out. Love it. If you're listening to this when it hits, you're wondering why on um, Thursday. I'm telling mm. you. It's a, we're normally a Friday 9 a.m., but this week is going to be Thursday at 9 a.m. Because yep, on yep. April 7th, on 2023, this year... Praise this will hit the streaming service known as Peacock. Now, get your popcorn ready, people. Having said this, the cost of this movie, we have no idea because this movie is so new that nothing online had anything about how much it costs to make this movie. I'm going to take a wild stab, though. You want to take a wild stab? Let's take a guess. How much do you think this oh, movie cost? I'll go, let's see, the people in it, pretty new actors or actresses. Uh, some travel budget, all the music, uh, $10 million. Yeah, I was going to go 15 I'm going to go a little more yeah. because there is music, choreography. There is. Et cetera. There are some, different, cast. some different settings in a large yeah. cast. So $15 yeah. million. I'll go that. And because you and I are still trying to figure out how a movie makes money on the streaming services... So if any of the streaming companies out there um, want to enlighten us of how they really make money I, on this. I, I was just uh, working on uh, updating my budget. I think I know how they make money. 
somehow oh, yeah. it just keeps going up a little bit each month. And well, next thing you know, like, what am I paying for that? How often am I listening? But how do they distribute that movie to you know, say this, this movie? Much. When that movie yeah. is streaming, does that take a portion of the pennies that you're paying? What do you think, Alicia? That's what I think. You think that's what yes. it is? Yes, because you think about music and how how publishers get paid and songwriters get paid through like CCLI. Oh, that's true. Mm. So, so when paying... you look up one on CCLI and I look up the same song, we're paying them twice? No, you oh, have okay. a yearly subscription. But yes, they're going to take those pennies from that. Yes. They're going to take the number of clicks or views mm-hmm. to that, and they're going to get a distribution of those pennies. Nice. This is why we have Alicia here, because you and I, not she that bright more about this it. stuff. She's more attuned to it. Now, it's the that direct- college degree in music. It's got to be. Now, this <laughs> director is Tina Gordon, and she's relatively new to the director piece, has done some writing and like Atlanta-based for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a movie that she worked on. I bet you, I bet you Alicia knows this movie, Drumline. Did you ever see the movie Drumline? No. Oh, no. this is a classic. These are the uh, historic African-American colleges. They're marching bands. Ooh, that would it's be all really about good, being though. on the drumline, and they have a drum-off. And it's like, I don't understand any of this, but this is really funny. It is pretty cool. And they're like playing each other's drums. It's just nuts. So she worked on Drumline and What Men Want. That's another movie. I have heard of What Men Want. That was kind of a a reboot, recast, uh, switching it over from Mel Gibson's What Women Want. There you go. And her directorial. She she wrote that. That was a good movie. Now, her directorial debut was in a movie called Peoples. And I have not heard of Peoples. Peoples. P-E-E-P-L-E-S. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I did too. And I didn't know that. I believe that came out about 2014. So she has been around. But we're here today to talk about Praise This. Now, the cast of Praise This, as you have already alluded to, has mostly new people to the big screen, uh, a lot of musicians, uh, a lot of gospel singers are in this coming from the field of gospel music kind of helps the uh, show oh it sure does so let's talk about the cast now playing the lead in the movie is sam uh sam is played by chloe bailey yeah, did you did you look at how she broke off from her sister? I wonder how her sister feels about this. I don't know if the sister's happy about that. Yeah, but Chloe, going on a, going Chloe, solo. Ba- well, Chloe Bailey is really known for the television show Grownish, uh, movie Swarm, Electric Easy, Gospel Hill, Last Holiday. Did, did you see who was in Gospel Hill though? She was little. That was two thousand eight. Okay. But sure. Angela Bassett, Danny Glover. Julia Stiles, Adam really? Baldwin. That was a that was kind of a big mm. one. Now she was the younger girl in that. Okay. Obviously, that was that was early on, but and obviously big big movie. She's she's really about the music, about singing and her mm-hmm. music career. Uh, oh yeah, uh, signed by uh, Beyonce's uh, company. Alicia, have you been thing. signed by Beyonce's company? I have not. Not no. yet though. Not not yet. You're waiting though. Yeah. Okay, you know, I have video good. of the. Uh, Olays, when we went to do karaoke, I could probably pass it on. Mm. We have a connection now with Peacock. A little recording from Olay Mexican Restaurant. Yeah, maybe at the end karaoke. of this recording, we'll get a little preview. Did you ever wonder that karaoke and Mexican food really don't go together? I love Olays. I don't I care. I know that. You know what? A few margaritas from there, I can sing anything. Uh, <laughs> and we have witnessed that. Now, oh, that's right. playing Sam's cousin... And Sam will be moving from L.A. and moving in with the cousin and her family. To the ATL. To Jess. And Jess is played by Angelica Washington. Uh, she's really a hoot in this movie. She's got a, such an interesting character. We're not sure what she is. Is she is she really that kind of uh, you know, dis- disconnected or detached from reality? Or 
Is she? We're not really sure. I mean, she's just kind of the comic relief in some respects. She's been in shows like Tall Girl. Did you mm-hmm. know she was in Young Sheldon? Uh, I did see that. We're going to have to start keeping track of everybody who's been in Young Sheldon, by the way. It's like every week there's somebody. I may have to watch one. Uh, I haven't seen it. I've only seen it once. It seemed pretty cute. I'm not really sure. Yeah, Young Sheldon. Uh, Do you have to be into the Big Bang Theory to watch Young Sheldon? Because I I didn't really get into it. Yeah. 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 Alicia's all in. She's all in. So Mm -hmm. she says we need to watch it. That means we need more time off. That's what Because Sheldon can play lots of musical instruments, including the recorder. Oh, the recorder. Which is also an ancient torture device from the Middle Ages. <laughs> For the parents. I just want to point Alicia that out. Alicia arms sure the kids is. every year. You bet. She's also in We're Not Friends. Uh, what else is she in here? I have Star her. Girl, 38 episodes. Star Girl, 38 yeah, episodes. I thought that was her biggest yeah. thing. Loving gelato. Don't know what it is, but I don't it's tasty. Know. But yeah. you like gelato. I, I, is there anything I don't like? Come on. Yeah, coconut. That's kind of don't true. Like coconut. You, don't, you don't like the texture of coconut. That's right. We do know that. Now, playing Aaron. Uh, and Aaron is... Let's call him what he is. He's he's passionate. He's kind of the well. He's the reformed drug dealer singing in the praise. <laughs> is, team. is he reformed? I think we caught a little well, hint during the movie that he might uh, might he, still be he has, uh, dabbling. Has a little relapse. That's true. Oh, well, yeah. Played by Drusky Desbardes. He goes by Drusky. That's what is. True. He's, and you know what he's yeah. known for, which I think is really funny. House party. Yeah. And I remember the original House Party was hilarious. Was like, well, Kid and Play. You can't and go wrong with Kid that. Kid and Play. How could he go wrong with Kid and Play? Uh, he's been in a lot of music videos. I, I was like, trying to figure out if he was uh, a rapper himself, you know. We got Quavo in there, and so well, I didn't know. But He definitely has some music going yeah, on there. That's for sure. Along with like Chloe. You know, it's definitely a musical group. Now, playing the song leader, uh, the song writer, the, um, you know, call him what he is. He's the hip-hop artist based in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Is uh, the character's tie mm-hmm. played by Quavo? Why not just call him Quavo? When you have one name, you've well, arrived. Did right? you see like his Cher. credits? Like Cher, like Prince. Cher. Oh, Prince. Let's go but, through Cher. Oh, Hold on, we got it. We got a Cher, go Prince. Mm-hmm. What other one named Bono? There's a third. How about you, Michael? You got one? Um, no. No. Oh, see that we took them all for you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's some out there. You have ultimate sting. Sting. Oh, good grab there. Yeah. Yeah. When you've arrived as a one name person, that's that's pretty works. pretty cool. There's no doubt. Well, he all his uh, all his credits, almost all of them. Oh, yeah. Are him playing either right. Quavo in something else yeah. or his music videos. So this was you think, oh, he's stepping out. He's playing uh, a new role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. Hold new on. name. I'm gonna throw this out here for you. Go. So miles twenty mile twenty two. He, he was a co-writer of Bad Boys for Life. Oh. All right. Oh, hey. Uh, the First Purge. Uh, also a... Are uh, those all writing credits or pr- soundtrack? Because I know he has some soundtrack Producer, stuff. some writing, some soundtrack. Yeah. Also, The Fate of the Furious. And are you ready oh, yeah. for this? Guess what he was in? What? Narcos Mexico. Oh, baby. I saw that. You too. saw but that. But guess what he was? Alicia, have role? you ever have you ever indulged in the Narcos, Narcos. on uh, Narcos or Narcos Mexico? No. On Netflix? No. Oh, buckle your seatbelt. It's disturbing. I should put Did, it in my list. Then. Oh, I don't know if you should. It, mm-hmm. You might go and think, man. Pastor's disturbed. <laughs> did, okay. did you see his role, though, in Narcos? Yeah. What was it? Quavo. Oh, yeah. He plays Quavo. He plays, plays himself. himself. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. So, again, he's got himself down. Yeah. Well, he's the hip-hop guy at the party. He is. I saw that episode. It was awesome. Oh, so, boy. Now, playing my favorite character in this uh, in this movie, Praise This, Pastor Goodman, also <laughs> known as PG. PG. I love that. PG. PG Goodman, played by Tristan McWilds. 
And we know him from The Secret Life of Bees, Half Nelson, uh, The Wire, Red Tails, Swagger, Dinner for Two, The Brooks, but where you caught it while we were watching the movie, the reboot of 90210. Oh, yeah. He's Dixon. That's how I knew it. And yeah. in fact, I looked it up. It was uh, 114 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. He uh, he has that part down. Were, you, were you an original 90210 original, person? Original. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. Tuned in every absolutely. week. Absolutely. And the spinoff, Melrose Place. Oh, oh yeah. Gotta love Melrose, Melrose Place. Place. Yep. But did sure. you do the then reboot 90210? Absolutely not. That would have so ruined good. it. Oh, no. Not at all. You're missing out. You're missing out. See, it's my, so good. It's like Michael. You have to realize. You have to catch up with Michael here. He's all about the reboot, and Love he's him. also about the the next generation of what happens to Ralph Macchio and the Karate Kid. Very much. You are you are all into that. Love it. Yeah, he's I all love, in. love it and lived it. So yeah, there you I'm, go. I'm, I've been catching up now on that. Uh, uh, how I Met Your Father. Oh, yes, you have. I love it. There you go. Of course, I found out Barney shows up at the end of season two, so i got to get caught up. Oh, Barney, yeah. for sure. Now, playing Melissa, who is the oil factory leader, praise team leader, uh, and she's very prim and proper and organized and disciplined, and, you know, I think maybe you have some kinship with her, Alicia. What do you think? Maybe so. Oh, I think wait you do. a second. Can go no, no, she's seat. good. Not, not, not after she betrays the praise team. I was going to say, here, but hold on. how she this, runs the oil factory the, the praise team? No, 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 no. <laughs> she, she, she's got a great voice, but she's disciplined. She wants stuff done right. He just called you boring. So no, you got a kinship with that's the one not who wants to keep boring. It all nice. about hymns. Very nice. It's all good. <laughs> now that's pl- she's played by Burgundy Baker. And you know where we know her from? The little television show called Empire. That's a big deal. That's a big, big deal that she's in that. Also, Chicago PD, Station 19, uh, The Chi. That that pops up, by the way, a few times. The Chi. A few times. uh, Block Party. So we know her from a few things. I mean, she's, you know, not that new, uh, but certainly brings, I think... uh, I think she brings some tension to this movie, and I like that about her and her it character. It was definitely, uh, since, I guess, spoiler alert, I yeah. mean, we're doing this before if you read it, and so we've kind of ruined well, we've the, just stopped the telling. We've just stopped telling people spoiler alert, because yeah. if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie, and then, then listen come back, to us. But, That's right. but it is a great twist that, that they do there. Yeah, so they sure I, do. I like it. Now, playing Kelly, and Kelly, she is the leader of the Promise Ringtones. Love that name. You love the, the promise, promise ring tones. Promise ring tones. See that, and that's played by Lauren Lott. Now these are the these are the girls, the gals. They got big hair. They got big dresses. They got big voices. They got big personalities. All about being pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, very pretty. If you had if you had to choose the praise team, you'd be a part of. I think you'd be in the promise ringtone. Absolutely. Though. There you go. See Absolutely. recovery. There, that's what there that was. Go. Recovery. That was good. And we know Lauren Lott from. She's in The Night Before Christmas, Cherish the Day, uh, but most noted for The Young and the Restless. 50, Ooh, 59 episodes. I grew up watching The Young well, and the Restless. She, my grandmother. She's a big old soap star, I, Young and I the Restless. I don't think she was on there when you watched it. But you're ready for Just this one? Just throwing it out there. Here's another one I'm going to throw out there. Yeah, in, were you an American Idol watcher, Alicia? Oh, Some seasons. She was, a, she was a contestant on American Idol. Good. There you go. How, how, do you, how do you go wrong with that? That's pretty good stuff. Uh, now playing Kiki, who's kind of the social media one. You know, it's got the wild oh, hair, yeah. Kiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's played by uh, Jacqueline Carr. And again, now we're having a harder time finding, you know, some of these people. But she is a gospel singer. 
So she was in Traceless, Never Heard. I love this one, Young and Gospel. I have never heard of it. She only had four credits. But I want to check it out. And Greenleaf. And what's funny is the very next character, who's Fallon, who is the leader of champion life, and she's sassy. she got attitude. You know, she's got the, we're the best, we know we're the best. She's played by Corin Hawthorne, and get ready for the crossovers. She's in Greenleaf, Young in the Gospel, we just heard that one, Kingdom Business, but she's another gospel singer. So what I think is interesting is that Tina Gordon and her team went looking for people who are in this culture of music, in gospel music, praise music, worship music, because that lends authenticity to the story they're trying to tell. Right. They automatically already know what's going on. Yeah. They already have a piece Music of it. is community. That's oh. exactly what we do. Music is community because when you make music by yourself, it's okay. But when you work with other people, it becomes almost magical. Okay, now this is why we have Alicia here Mm -hmm. because we would have never said that, would we have? I didn't understand half of what she said anyway. Well, you don't understand half of what I say. (laughs) No, I got you what you're saying. Community is important. Yeah, Yeah, you're from show choirs. How how could you be in a show choir all by yourself? You can't. It's it's a bonding. No, it doesn't work. You're right. Doesn't absolutely. So these these uh, characters uh, that are being portrayed by real singers get the sense of team, community collaboration, playing off each other. I'm with you. I totally get it. Now, playing uh, Jackie and Jermaine. These were the twins on the oil factory here. Uh, Jackie is played by Kira Eamon. Uh, Again, very little parts that we don't know much about. Resentment, the important parts of love. RJ sings the blues. I don't know these. I really don't. I'm, uh, I'm out of my comfort zone, so to speak. And then playing Jermaine is Ilario Grant. This movie, this is it. This is it. This is it. First time been on the screen. And, and not a big part. Not no, a big but a part, fun but, part. But the, yeah. The twins are funny. It's a brother-sister twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've even got their stuff, which is kind of fun. Now, playing the funny old ladies or church ladies. Oh, my goodness. The two hilarious. comedians. Oh, my word. They were hilarious. They stole their scenes. Uh, Priscilla is played by a Vanessa Fraction. And her we know. She's been in Barbershop 2, Squatter's Rights, Last Call. But here's the thing I found fascinating. She's done a lot of comedy writing. She used to write for the Arsenio Hall Show. Not surprised. I mean, that just, I'm like, yeah, wow. part of the Deaf Comedy Jam back in the early 90s. Yeah, I mean, yep. she's a true comedian. And playing Cora is Coco Brown. And here it is. Are you ready, Michael? I'm ready. I like Coco. Ted, too. Yeah, I, I had that down. I had I had uh, her for what was it Ted two and the Single Moms Club yeah and then eighteen episodes of nine one one but she was one of those a mm-hmm. lot of one episode shows she oh, just absolutely. plays that role yeah. and comes into a lot of shows play it comes in but, plays a role but again mm-hmm. they Out. they remind me again of the two guys in the Muppets sitting oh, up yeah. there that just yeah. kind of uh, talk well, about each certainly. one they did it in the church. Mm-hmm. They did it in the show. They did it in the club. Oh, They're but, always there. Yeah. But but the best part is when, what was the uh, the, the one praise team that's the young guys that were all wearing the sweatsuits? Oh, they like them. Yeah. They were all over them. They just, They were woo, having a good time woo, with They were getting hot and bothered. They just love them. And then finally, uh, the character who I also liked was Bishop Headley, played by Michael Anthony. And he looked so familiar to me. But what I find fascinating is when I went looking, he was in Chicago Med, 
Raising Dion, Saints and Sinners. I love this one, Dating Hell. I think people probably would resonate with that particular one. Um, she was in, uh, what's it called? Vampire Shop, I believe was the name of it. Nothing I'd really heard of. He's done a lot of stunt work. He's a big guy. I had no idea. He's more of a stuntman than he is an actor. Um, but that's the cast, uh, for the most part. There's others. I mean, there's a sea of people in this movie with these respective praise teams. Now, the, the premise of the movie is that this church, the oil factory, and you have to think of anointing oil, because I was trying to figure that out, and they, that comes up later on in the movie, that this is anointing, you know, the anointing with oil. Oh, see, that took a pastor to find that I one. I thought that was the building. Yeah, I did too at first, but really it's the it's the anointing with oil, and that's what Pastor PG says to Bishop Headley about, he goes, you know all about the anointing with oil, and Bishop Headley goes, yeah, that's in Gospel of John, blah, 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 because he had no idea what he was talking about, but he knew he was caught. Um, but this this church, which is a new church, edgy church, People from a variety of disparate backgrounds that are, are somewhat broken people uh, go to this church, love this church, love their pastor, good things are going on. To get to this church, Jess uh, has to drive by Pastor Headley, Bishop Headley's church, the big, 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 big church, the mega church, so to speak. And Bishop Headley's church, why, they have the praise team that is simply known as Champion Life. And they're the they're the best praise team. Now, this is, you know I, I get the movie. It's a, a praise team competition, which I didn't know they had praise team competitions. Did Alicia? Did you know they had praise and, team and this competitions? Is, this is not the kind of praise team I was thinking it was going to be. I was thinking, yeah, okay. let's say, um, elevation worship or yeah. something like that. This is totally different. Hillsong elevation. Yes, yes not yeah, that. No. no, no. This is this is kind of hip hop. Meets rap, it is meets meets culture, and and I think what's so interesting about this movie is that it is thoroughly a a cultural immersion in the large African American church scene in and around Atlanta, Georgia, and we know that exists. I mean, we're here in Northeast Florida; it's not that far away. We have some of that here in Jacksonville, where we're kind of a a little sister city to Atlanta in some respects. Uh, but having said that. They're going to have these praise team competitions, and let's call it what it is. These are really show performances. There's dancing. There's there's you know uh, coordination. There's singing. There's lead singing. There's backup singing. There's instruments. There's this is a huge production, and well, the oil factory they're a little dated. They're they're, they're not a little, little dated, and they're not really together. The you competition know? itself is very reminiscent of other things that we've seen. Yeah. That have singing, dancing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Competition brings out the best and the worst. And it sure does. People. And it sure does. And what we discover as as, you know, Oil Factory does not do well in the the movie opens up and they really bomb well, in wait, the wait, wait, first wait. competition. When Aaron takes over to freestyle, yeah. It's pretty funny. Well that's a little irreverent. Uh it doesn't quite uh follow the the gospel like uh 
Well, their he, leader wants to be a him uh, sing, but he, he gets he, a little wild. He kind of goes off on his own there. It's <laughs> but not, it's funny. It's kind of a. It's very funny. You're going to laugh, people, while you're watching this oh, you're movie. A There's time. a lot of fun in it, and the and the characters are a lot of fun. I I, I mean, I, they're relatable, and everybody, as you start looking at these characters, and as the uh, as Sam enters the picture, mm-hmm. she moves from Los Angeles. You know, we, we don't understand what happened, just, but her mother conflict. died. She's out of it. Yeah, the conflict between dad saying, "Look, I just want you out of L.A." We got yeah aunt and uncle and their daughter and i mean the whole thing it was almost like a a reverse it was almost like the reverse of fresh prince of bel-air in some respects almost because she got herself into a little legal trouble out there in la so what is what does her father do drives her to uncle auntie and uncle you know in bel-air no in 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 atlanta Atlanta. and drops some drops her off there she don't want to be there but jess now has a sister cousin i love that that's my sister cousin she's all excited sister cousin and you know, Jess is kind of a crazy cat lover. She calls it her therapy cat, and it's weird. But Jess takes Great Sam character. to church, and that's where Sam, they discover, can really sing. Mm-hmm. But but Sam still has some of that rebelliousness and wants to hook up with the hip hop scene in Atlanta. Ends up at a party where Ty, played by Quavo, is the host of the party. We never figure out how they. Got into that party. I mean, we, we saw how not. they kind of got in well, when she made the here's, connection. Here's with the girls my, here's my connection. Yeah. I did. I, I had to You're kind of process it, and I worked it. So Aaron, who's played by Drusky, we discover oh. is the pot dealer to Ty, yeah. and that's how they find out about the alleged, party. Alleged pot dealer. No, no. He says he has one <laughs> customer left. He goes. He goes. No, no. Past PG. I only, I only got one customer left, and I, I'm, I'm trying to cut that off. You know. I love that. Now, all of, this, all of this to say is we start looking at these various characters. And, you know, here they are trying to praise Jesus as a praise team, sing music to Jesus. Um, or are they? Well. Are they using that for glorifying themselves? I mean, that's the great thing about this, and we can all talk well, about that. yeah. God can use that, but does everybody have their heart in the right place when they're in those kind of positions? Let's put it this way. You know, in, in the New Testament, in First Timothy— the Apostle Paul writes this, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. Mm-hmm. And that sentiment, that biblical word, speaks to every one of these characters. <laughs> you know, if we, if we start talking about the praise teams, and all the teams, right. they've all got stuff. You know, for example, Sam... You know, she she's drawn to the to the glamour, to the, glamour, to the light. She wants to be the star. It's that scene with her and PG's wife where she tells her, or she basically admits, I don't really have a relationship with God. Right. And what does PG's wife say? If God can use, <laughs> oh my word, what's the phrase? Uh, this, uh, that, uh, or a hoe to do His will. I yeah. think is the way it came out. If God yeah. can use a hoe. Yeah. And yeah. She's like, oh. So, but. She's got her stuff. If you look at Jess, Jess Jess struggles. This is her cousin now, but you know Jess talks about having a comfort cat. She's kind of a loner. She doesn't really mesh with other people. She's she's got baggage in life. She wants to be accepted. She mm. wants others to love her, and, and she's got that baggage. Our boy Aaron, he, he's selling he's, he's selling drugs. Still struggling <clears throat> that that line. Yeah, he's selling drugs. Uh, Ty, the the uh, hip hop artist played by Quavo, wears this big old hunkin' silver diamond studded cross, and admits to Sam, he doesn't know anything right. about about that spiritual stuff. 
And and they didn't dig into his character enough when no. when he gives uh, Sam the 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 track. And yeah. has his other music on it that she basically steals. Oh, yeah. She rips it off. You know, what does he do? He just walks away. Yeah. He, he doesn't address it. He doesn't come call her you know, a thief, you know. Right. Uh, in fact, we see him come back to want to see how it goes in that competition. Well, it's funny. I read something about this, you know, about that particular character mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Tina Gordon, the director, intentionally wrote the character Ty to not be the edgy in your face stereotypical hip hop rapper guy very smart he's a soft gentle uh very smart yeah uh supportive articulate artist she wanted to bring out the artistry in the we, music we see that when basically uh <clears throat> sam basically says i'll do anything you know, to to get my to get to record, and he takes it as, "Are you throwing your body at me?" Because right. I don't want that. He tells yeah. her to get out. Right. And I thought that was really neat. That yeah. that what I thought you were different. But it was you're inter- like everybody else, and he, he tells her to go. And in that vulnerable moment, though, yeah. when he says to her, "I don't understand any of this spiritual stuff." Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, again, here's somebody wanting and needing. Um, go to Melissa, the oil factory leader. Now, <laughs> the one that uh, <clears throat> you said was like Alicia. Well. To a point. But, you know, Alicia, honestly, you you look at her and she wants things done right. She wants order. She wants organization. And when when somebody seems to be coming into her territory, she flees. She flees. Yeah. She goes over to where? She goes over to, you know, to the uh, champion group. She, you know, she's, that's where she's going. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's her ego getting in the way of of serving as she could uh i go back to the promise ringtone leader you know very judgmental you know when they when they first come over to the oil factory very judgy young ladies you know it's oh bless your hearts you're back after last year's disaster after last year's you know they weren't very kind. abomination <clears throat> they were not kind no and as you go through they this they want to staff, come across that way but they weren't uh, even fallon the leader of champion life. I mean, when they don't win first place, she loses her brain. I mean, she grabs that trophy and she goes storming off the stage. All this to say, we're all sinners. Yeah, Pastor PG, God bless him. You know, he's, very open. He's very untypical of what you would expect a pastor to be. He's got the tattoos on the neck. He's a little rough around the edges. That that scene with Bishop Headley right at the beginning, uh, young oh, man. Yeah. This area is reserved for pastors. Oh, this reserved for the pastors. Yeah, you because know, you could see the the tats oh, coming off his neck, yeah, yeah. and uh, oh, he and can't be a pastor. And, he can tell, he? and then he says, "I'm the pastor, pastor of where, the 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 oil factory. You know the what? Wow. You know the oil factory. And even Bishop Headley, his ego is far greater than it ought to be. Right. It's it's about." I got the best praise team. I got the big church. I got the the first lady of the church. I got everything is big. It's grand. It's they're all playing into this First Timothy chapter one fifteen verse, aren't they? Right. They're all sinners in need of redemption. The question is, do they come to understand that? Do they come to see it? Do they come to experience it? And the last, the, you know, the flip side of that is understanding that through Jesus, you're also a saint. You know, it's it's a Ephesians chapter two verse nineteen, and this is kind of the, 
you know, as you look at the left and the right, the law and the gospel, it says, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Mm. And and I love that scene. And, you know, Alicia, you can speak to this. In, in singing music, you can sing all sorts of music. Um, you can sing whatever you like, your, your genres you like, country, western, rock and roll, heavy metal, I don't care, pick it. 80s hair bands. 80s hair bands. I mm-hmm. knew you needed to get that yes, in here, I too. I like it. Well, Alicia's all about the 80 hair bands. You know, she was there. She was all in it. You can sing all that music, and you can sing it with passion when you love the music. Yeah, you, you really can. But if you don't love the music, it's very hard to sing. Now make it a spiritual song. Make it a, a song about Jesus. One of my favorite parts of the movie. Mm. You know, and, and to be honest, we, you know, we were watching uh, the, the link they gave us on your TV, and, mm-hmm. and I didn't always understand what words she was saying because it was we only got to watch it the one time like that. But yeah. when she was trying to take any song and change the words to make it about Jesus, it was a neat moment. And yeah. what did she say? I don't know that much. Right. It's like, that's okay. You know the word, you go make it work. Yeah. It was a fun scene. Yeah. I I assume, Alicia, you've worked on praise teams where maybe not everybody there had a spiritual depth or understanding or relationship with the Lord, and yet the Lord used them. Absolutely, because um, we we are musicians first. I mean, we don't come trained in in church things. Usually it's that we come with a, a musician's background. So that's who you're working with. I love when a when a song, a, a spiritual song, transcends the the little box that it gets captivated in. Uh, remember a few years back, more than a few years ago now, when uh, Word of God Speak transcended the genre of of Christian music, Christian rock and roll. It was everywhere because it had power in the word. It had power in the music. It was passion in the singing that came through and and that's what happens in this movie when sam begins to understand that she's a sinner and yet through christ is a saint God and doesn't have and she doesn't have all yeah. the she doesn't have all the bible and in, in theology down she she doesn't but she begins to sing with a heart of passion and it's it's captivating but it's also infectious think about all the people around her who are also drawn up with it, all of a sudden, the oil factory could sing, right? You know, but they had to make the mistakes. They had to, you know, kind of stumble through it to get to that point of unity in the gospel of Jesus. And when you get to that closing performance, when they're, you know, it's time for the oil factory to, to perform, to sing, and they start singing, and she goes down into the audience where the other praise teams are singing how the other praise teams are swept up in the moment They're moved and begin to sing with them the power of the spirit of god willing and working through music through song through lyrics through people to unite and connect them to jesus right you know the sinners are united in christ are made saints and it's it's a beautiful beautiful moment in the movie holy cow and one more thing go ahead and this, I'm going to come back to Alicia here. This oh. is good. Ready for this? Oh, boy. When Melissa, the oil factory leader who who, who skipped out on them to join, to join you know, Champion Life, and Sam hands her the microphone, 
and she begins to sing with them. The one. reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Saints are music reconciled in Christ, and the music in the Spirit working through those songs bring them back together. It's a beautiful moment in the movie. Well, that's where I was going to go is the importance of music. I think a lot of times it's overlooked. We recently had a moment where Anne was sick, mm. and, and we missed her. I mean, we sang a cappella, you can praise the Lord, but you missed the organ. It was one of our early service mm-hmm. ones, you know. Late service uh, carried on. But but think about just recently, Alicia and, and the praise team leader over Bethlehem, Richard, and, and we brought Anne. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to Phoenix to a conference, and what do you do? You bring your music people. Mm-hmm. Getting opportunities. I think, Alicia, you could speak to a little bit more what it was like collaborating and getting a chance to go to conferences and being with other music people on, on how important that is to the ministry. Right. I mean, I think a lot of times as professional musicians working in a church alone or even as music teachers, what what is my nine-to-five job, we are the only ones. You do that pretty well, too. Working nine-to-five. Oh, oh, hey. What a way there. to make a Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I, had to, I had to go there because she, after all, she hung out with Dolly Parton. So, yeah. you know, I do she have a there. picture to prove it. <laughs> Um, but but we are so often isolated, and we don't get to talk to other people and see what they're doing in other congregations, other schools. It's true. Very and true. so, getting to go to conferences, talking to other other musicians around town. Um, I know uh, when Kathleen Olive was down mm, the street, yeah. she was she was such a blessing. And Jim Marriott when he was yeah. in town. Um, now he's over at uh, Oh, he's, he's now Professor Professor, professor James Mary Reverend, yeah. Reverend Professor D, D, I think he has a doctorate of music doesn't he? He D, does D, D Muse. He does D-Muse. and yeah. he's a pastor as well now so yeah. um, you know it's just it's, they're, they're a blessing they were a blessing to yeah. me to be able to get to uh, work with them and... yeah I was at uh, supper there with Jim and Alicia and mm-hmm. Richard and Anne mm-hmm Christy and I were just sitting there as the non-music people at the table, you know. Mm-hmm. I almost had to bust out a little showtime, a uh, little show. No, show no, don't action. do that. Don't feel like no, I fit no. in. That would have jazz been bad. hands. Uh, I could do the jazz hands. hands. We're doing right. jazz hands. Done it. Everybody do jazz hands now in honor <laughs> of Michael. <laughs> but it is. It, it's such an important part of ministry. And, and let's face it, uh, unfortunately, some people who struggle with this idea of contemporary music uh having a, a band you know we we have it in the back of the church it's not yeah. the focal point sure. but it gives people a chance to praise and i think a lot can be said when people can turn on their radio to to k-love or or mm-hmm. whatever music channel and hear that christian music be able to sing it on sunday mornings right. and to worship in the car and you know i i don't it just is another opportunity to grow people in their faith and their yeah. love for the lord well and i'll come back to this movie yes this is a this to me was something outside of my personal cultural box. I know it's out of your cultural personal box. I know it's out of your cultural personal box, Alicia. And yet, what did we see? We saw, you know, praising Jesus. Mm-hmm. We heard outstanding music, you know, great choreography. And in the in a different cultural venue, this this is transformative. For people, it wow. really is. We saw people with issues coming to Christ. Yeah, I, I think one of your favorite uh, moments oh, of the whole thing was when uh, my, my favorite, like, like I said, Pastor PG Goodman's yeah. my guy, and Bishop yeah. Headley's always looking down at Pastor PG. He's always looking down at him. I mean, he the dude's got tattoos. He's a bad dude. You know, he's looking down at him, and that's when PG looks at him. He goes, he says, you know, you know, Bishop. He goes, Jesus already paid my price. 
why do I still feel like I owe you something? I just <laughs> love that line. Oh, my word. I can't wait to use it one day. I want somebody to get in my face just so I can say that. It was yeah, so it was pretty good. good. That was a good one. It moment. was so good, which yeah. really leads us, I think, to our question of the day. And we were, we, I think we were honored to be asked to watch this movie. This is, this well, is a, nice. yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's an entertaining movie. It's a fun movie. I believe it is a thoroughly culturally relevant movie for sure. Uh, people check it out on, on Peacock, watch it for yourself. I think this is a, this is a win. It really and, is. And watch it for the entertainment value. This is not a movie I'm going to show somebody why I want them to know Jesus Christ or the right. Savior. This isn't one of those. Cause I, I already saw a review. Something said, Oh, it's, it's, it's irreverent. It's, 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 and it's like, come on people. This the is a best. fun movie that proclaims how the Lord brings people together. And I'm going to say this, the very best movies that bring people to Jesus have elements that are a little irreverent because we just like are us. irreverent, <laughs> just which, like us, which yeah. gets to our question of the day. Are uh, you ready for the question of the day, Alicia? Sure. This is our question of the day that we want people to consider and ponder as they think about the movie Praise This. I think Alicia thought it was a pop quiz. She got a little nervous. She got a little nervous. Yeah, like okay. we, we were going to ask her to ask the question. No, we don't answer. I'm a teacher. I ask the questions. So that's <laughs> it. So here's our question of the day. We want you to consider as you look at yourself and you look at your life uh, in the church or outside of the church, you know, what? Wh where do you find yourself lacking? Where is your sinner's side at these days? What are those things that are nagging, pulling, drawing you away from where you really know you ought to be? And on the same side of the ledger, uh, so as to not become overinflated like Bishop Headley, what is drawing you ever more closely towards Jesus and radiating Jesus to others. Now, having asked that question, we want you to consider leaving a rating and or a review uh, on whatever podcasting platform you listen to Christ Culture and Cinema. It helps other people find us. And don't forget the book, Christ Culture and Cinema, How Faith and Film Intersects. And you can find that on Amazon. Now, next time, we're going to take a venture, Alicia. We're going to go someplace uh, that, you know, Michael and, and God bless us, his dear wife, live and dwell. Next time, we're going to review Top Gun Maverick. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. <laughs>